once again, hello, and welcome to another Vegas commentary. This one is 18. This is chapter 18. So, this is them talking about how uh, Philip and Chloe only miss C. Um, in the at the uh, premiere party, but that was a long time ago. Yes. Yeah, we had to bring that back up um, because we mentioned the cover of the Weekly World News in this episode, and people were like, not sure if the audience would remember uh, way back when. In the last episode, where they talk about Philip and Missy being on the cover, so I said, "Okay, I'll put it in the previously, so that way we'll be sure to know that that's the cover they're talking about." Yes. Yay! You don't need to fill silence with yay. <laughs> understand that 
that that's all the sound that's necessary for putting on a wig. Okay, when Ryan heard this description of what she's putting on, he was like, what? <laughs> Supposed to be? Yeah, it's, it's a uniform, as you will find out later in the episode. If you've already listened, you know You should be li- have listened to the episode before you listen. bad. Shame on you. I mean, listen to the rest of this. Listen to the rest of me berating you and then go. Go listen to the episode. Yes. Could you have listened to the episode first? Well, good for you. Yeah. Well, you see, I, I don't think there's anybody who who just listens to the commentary to hear the directors talk about their acting. Yeah, I don't do that at all. <laughs> ah, Tom Stitzer in a dual role. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Seven Dwarves are so awesome. Uh, before we get into talking about the guys, I want to st- say just a brief note about the music in the background. Everybody knows this song because it's in like a ton of cartoons, but no one really knows what it's called. This is the Divertissement Pizzicato from the ballet Sylvia by Leo Delib. So, of course, it's out of copyright and I can use it. It's only about a minute and 45 seconds long, and this is an 11 minute scene. So lucky for me, this is like one of the most easiest uh, compositions to lengthen to however long you need it to be. (laughs) Right on. Good on you. Woo! Okay, so now let's talk about the guys. Okay. So Tom Stitzer is double role, as as you're going to find out, or you already have if you listen to the episode. Terry names them all different things from their other names. So, Tom Stitzer plays the dwarf affectionately known as Virgil and Einstein. And, uh, and I had to cast him as Einstein because he, he gave me this, this performance that he sounded just like Vasily from The Princess Bride, as you can probably tell. And it was it was so funny that I just I had to cast him. So who do we have as Casper here? Casper, oh it's one of the bills. Uh, where is my paper? Young? No, I think it's Bill Fisher. Uh, no, that's my list of the directors. <laughs> Crap. So good, Bill. I have lost my paper for who is who. It's one of the bills. No, no. I think it's Bill Young. Man, the bills are going to kill me. Here it is. Here it is. I found it. It's Bill Young as Casper. Right. So the, the, the jockish one, that's Bill Fisher. Yeah. His name is Bucky. Yeah, Bucky. Stop screaming. comic gags in the world, but I had to put it in where one person screams, then the boys scream, and then everybody screams. I, I, I proved that. I approved of it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Marcus Beatty, who is uh, director of Seminar, he plays Jaws. I think you did a really good job. The one always about food. Yeah, food. 
he gave me this improv line where she named him Jaws. He was like, I'm like a shark, only not so fishy. <laughs> I take it that Marcus doesn't like fish. Right. But I was so it was so funny, I put it in there in the background. Lee Sands as Raver. Oh, brilliant. Just so awesome. Oh, my God. We have peas. I thought our couch was a bit lumpy. See, I loved it because he sounds just this side of of hammered. <laughs> Like you don't know if he's if he's just if he's adult or if he's his brain cells have been so damaged he's just like that all the time. Um, let's see. Uh, Christopher Mosier, who thank you for sending me a, a file in, that had your your last name pronounced in it because I would have totally butchered that. <laughs> He plays Xbox. Xbox. We all ha- we all know this guy. The guy who's been like, like you know, constantly on his computer or constantly on on the video games. And uh, you know, eye contact is is not their strong point. <laughs> um, my uh, I guess he's my stepson. Even though Ryan and I aren't married or anything. Ryan's son, Evan, he's like this. He, if you try and pull him away from the video games, you'll pull back a bloody stump. Yeah. It's like, let's go outside. No! Yeah, so, Xbox can only spend so much time devoting his attention to what's happening, and then he has to go and play a video game. I think he did a very good job. He, uh, in his takes, I think you stress out a little too much, Chris. Because <laughs> you're, cause you're, you're like, oh, that's not it, that's not it, and you're going, and you're, you gave me so many takes, and I really appreciate your dedication. But honestly, your the voice is just there, just, just relax and, and go with it. Crap. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's Renee's phone. Silence that. I didn't even know it was on. <laughs> um, I want to say uh, about Tom Stitzer is Virgil. Oh my gosh! <laughs> there's the peas line, and there's the peas line. Um, I had to cast Tom Stitzer in the dual role because nobody topped the funny as Einstein, and nobody was sweeter than him as Virgil. Whenever Virgil talks, I'm like, oh, you're just so cute, oh, what a sweet little you are. Oh, he just, he sounds so sweet. So, I, yeah, sweet, then ridiculous, and then you go listen to Wonder Woman, and it's like, oh, sexy. <laughs> Tom Sitzer has one of the most versatile voice voices I've ever heard. You're an amazing actor, Tom. We're not eating food. You think everything is here comes the improv line from Marcus. <laughs> Only not as fishy. Oh, it's put in the background. That's awesome. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I love the little video game in the background. Pew, pew, pew. Wow. Itchy. Itchy head. Itchy head. No life. 
doesn't like dry scalp? Yeah. Oh, yuck. It is the season for dry scalp. He's a virgin. Ow! <laughs> I think Bill Fisher did a really good job as Bucky. Um, I told him to go and watch the movie The Lady Killers with uh, with Tom Hanks. The guy who plays the character Lump, that's exactly what I wanted for this character, Bucky. And I don't know if he went out and watched it, but I think he did an awesome job with the, with the character. It's like, let's be opportunistic. <laughs> well, you know. There you go, negotiation. Negotiation. And he pauses the Xbox. <laughs> Casper's hysterical. Oh, Bill Young did such a good job as Casper. I love the accent that he's doing. It sounds so affected. Yeah, just like, oh, I'm better than you, because I have this accent. But you can tell that it's put on. Yeah. Those of you who have ever been in a fraternity house... Happen would know that the only herbs you're going to find in there are of the illegal variety. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're figuring what happened is there was a gourmet amongst them sometimes, and they left all the dry herbs. The three year old dry herbs. Thank you, Bucky. Now, that particular line, I like her. I actually ran through a slow filter so I could slow it down just a little bit. Because um, I thought it would be funnier if you were just like, I like her. I'm going to pet her and kiss her and love her and touch her and greet her and call her George. And call her George. <laughs> that was an improv. And Tom's sister was like, especially you. <laughs> oh. oh my god, and Bill Young's improv there. It was like, pretend she's like your sister, and he's like, oh, you're kidding. So no carving symbols into her. <laughs> I almost peed myself. It was awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. If you were anywhere near my age... And a little handsomer, there'd be blowjobs for everybody. Yeah, we wrote that in. Blame us. Okay, now this this whole happy dance in the background. Susan was like, okay, I don't think this is going to work. I don't know what music to do this to, so if you want to send me a file of someone else doing this, I'll do you a retake. But I think it worked fine just the way it was. The hard part was for every do-do-do that Lee Sands is doing, I had to match up. Uh, a Foley sound effect of him jumping for each do. <laughs> that was hard. Hmm. This part I like. It's got Chloe in the high heels. She walks over to the mirror, pause, walks over to the side. Mm -hmm. Dennis, I feel like a bad go go dancer. <laughs> Okay, now if you listen to if you listen to um 
Don't come back until I have a penis. Trust me, Shigger. Um, you've heard that dialogue before. Have I? Have <laughs> but it was so funny we had to do it again. How do you, how you look is irrelevant. How do you feel? I feel like a tramp. Well, see, my work is done. It's we wrote both, so it's At our the same time. Our prerogative was wanting to use the line again. There you are. Um. See, what the thing is, is that Don't Come Back Until I Had a Penis was a short story, which was written before Vegas, um, before Vegas was even a concept, or it was still a concept, but before the show, the audio show was a concept. So later, when we wrote the script for this episode, we decided to use that line. We never thought and the other one would go through. And then... I wrote the uh, the script, the audio script for "Don't Come Back," so <laughs> that's why we have the line. In and we never places. thought it would go through, but it did. So you're kind of stuck with the repeat lines. So, Mana, deal with it. And, and I'm sure that that some of you didn't even listen to that episode. Or maybe shame on you. I thought Kurt Arndt did a great job as the bouncer there. Um, He'd been in Vegas before as the cameraman back in, like, episode three. Um, and I'm like, okay, Kurt, you got to sound like a, a big, huge, tough guy. And, and he gave it to me. It was fabulous. Good job, Kurt. show you where you're at. Paula Val is Leon. Paula Val. And here we explain why Chloe is dressed the way she is. This is a go-go ball. Where'd you think you were going to get to your highness? Oh, no, no, and it's just, you know, clever. Her name Pages. Now this was one of the hardest parts, was including the description of the club in the dialogue. Because, uh, you know, there's there's the big dance floor where everybody dances, and there are the cages are kind of surrounding it, and then on the other side of that wall, there there's the tables, and they're at the ends of the of the, the cages. So it's like the cages are in the middle of the club, and then at one end there's the dance floor. Other side of the wall are the tables. So that's why you know you, they you're at the table. You have to walk all the way around to the dance floor before you could get to the door of the cage. Yeah, we toyed around with making this a strip club, but. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> For like ten minutes and then went, you know what? Nah, go-go bar's probably better. <laughs> Poor Chloe. Could you imagine? Alright, you know what? That's it. Next time you have to go to a club, Lexi, it's a strip club. No, 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 no. Well, see, uh, Chloe's wearing like a body shaper underneath the dress. So it's like even if she took off the dress, she'd still be covering clothed. up so much. She'd still be clothed. <laughs> It's showtime, Lexi. Oh, that that was an improv on, Chloe, on Lexi's part. I'll try not to say it. I'm really happy that Lexi is getting so comfortable with the character. She's finally starting to improv a little bit. She told me back when she first got the part that whenever she tries to improv, she says it doesn't sound right. So she, she, she would always get just a straight reading. And so it makes me really happy that she's finally started improv a little bit. Yay, happiness. 
She does really well. I'm very happy with uh, the whole cast. Yes. I think this episode was really awesome in uh, no small part due to the uh, the seven dwarves there. Thank, yeah. thank you guys for being a part of the cast because you just, I think you took the show up a notch. <laughs> thank you guys. Oh. You guys rock. So here we are at the credits. Uh, come on back next month. We're going to have episode 19 and we're going to head on back to New York. Mm-hmm. And find out what that crowd is all up to. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And yes, Prene is going to be in that one. I get to be in that one. Yay. Yay. So, um, I hope you come back, and I hope you enjoy, and I hope you enjoyed this one, and thank you very much for being here.